The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Welcome, everybody, to the Rough House Podcast. Hey, what it is. Um, How you doing? There is all the reason in the world, if you are strictly a taker and not a giver, break mm-hmm. out your fucking wallet and okay. get a hold of that Patreon page, because uh, I made good on my promise and you dug did. deeper into the mystery of IPW, most made famous mostly by Jumpin' Jeff Farmer, considered to be the worst pro wrestling promo of all time. Yeah. Um, I even have a surprise for you that Me? you don't even know about that I'm working on for a subsequent episode. Oh, is um, that so? I, on the last Patreon podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to give you the, the cliff notes because I want you to listen to it. I had yeah. a theory about IPW Wrestling, International Pro Wrestling, right. that it might have been a put-on, it might not have been a put-on. I tracked down the one and only source of IPW footage, a gentleman by the name of Honeydew Wilkins, who, Honeydew get this, Wilkins. he wouldn't tell me his real name. Outstanding. Fucking fantastic. Kayfabe is alive. Hardcore Kayfabe. Would not take the fucking mask off. So I had a subsequent interview with him and we discussed the history of IPW, where he got the footage from, where he found out everything that there is to know about your Motley Cruises, your Richie Rouges, your bulldozers, what have you, a little bit about the man. And maybe in the hours after that interview, Uh I tracked down someone. And made contact no. with a former roster member of IPW. I have to check the calendar. Is it December 25th? Is it Christmas? Because <laughs> in the weeks to come, hopefully actually in the next week, uh, another Patreon exclusive episode yes. is I interview someone from international pro wrestling. I don't want to say who. You got to listen to the Patreon yeah. episode. But uh, it's it's a fucking get. Um, it is. It's pretty goddamn great. It is pretty goddamn great. I'll tell you who it isn't, and okay. that would be Richie Rouge, 
who apparently would comment on some of the videos and then delete the comments. Oh, man. So there had to be some whiskey involved in those uh, those nights. Did you get a chance to hear the Honeydew Wilkins? I haven't yet? yet. I'm going to I'm going to uh, listen to it after we record it is. This. It's pretty great. It, it's 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 succinct. It's direct there. You could hear the level of reverence that I have for this man for unearthing this yeah. archaeological pro wrestling find. And yeah. he provided me more information than I could have asked for, including sending me off on some pads that should pay dividends for this here podcast, the Rough House podcast. But again, it's only for those that feel like rubbing a few nickels together and throwing them our way are you going to get it. It's the hot spot. It's the honey hole. Dig in. Lots of good content up there. It's that honey hole. Man, I'll grease it up. I'll plunge it. I'll push on some old food with my new penis. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. There is so much to go over. I watched some wrestling that I had no business fucking watching uh, because of stuff that's in the news. I attempted. Did you watch Triple Mania? I tried to watch three matches of that swell. Okay. And all I could think while I watched that shit was build the fucking wall. Get that goddamn wall built. What's it going to take, Donald? I own bricklaying equipment. (laughs) We cannot have that fucking drivel drip across our golden borders. Man, that shit is straight fucking trash. Triple A is Lucha in general. Is fucking it's di- it's different. Lucha Underground might yeah. be different. Well, no, Lucha Libre. It, nah, Mexican different. wrestling is different than what we've what we've become accustomed to here uh, in the good old U.S. of A. They don't even fucking pretend no. that anything no. hurts. Like you can just swing a baseball bat at someone's face and then the ole and then fucking right back into it. I, the one match I watched, obviously, what we'll get into, was the Sexy Star right. four-way, which we'll get into. And I watched the main event Mask featuring Dr. Mask. Wagner yeah. Jr. and Psycho right. Clown. What type of low-rent Iowa strip mall <laughs> Halloween store gimmick slop is Psycho Clown? I mean, I mean that's, a, that's some basic bitch shit It took right ICP there. a couple years, that's- but they finally penetrated that Mexican market, I see. I guess there's multiple there shitty are. clowns yeah, there's too. Faction. There's murder clown, monster uh-huh. clown, psycho and there's clown. There's a little one too. They all fucking there's a suck. Mini. There's a yeah. baby clown. There's a tiny little mini clown. Uh, it's all fucking trash. It's all trash. How I watched also. Uh, I the one match I did enjoy was I did watch uh, El Messias versus yeah, Pagano. Uh, Messias, you'll know. Go ahead. Yes, sir. It's Milmuertes. Trying to cut you. Yes, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm making no, a conscious okay. effort. <laughs> Mil Muertes uh, versus Pagano. Uh, Pagano, I don't know who the uh-uh. fuck he is, but um, he's uh, he's he he's a big he's a big bruiser. He's a two hundred and forty pound six foot three guy. So that was a big beef on beef right. match there. But uh, yeah, the rest of it was just straight fucking trash. The only way I would ever go to that goddamn arena is if I was fucking. How kidnapped. much would your head explode from infuriation if you watched the Psycho Clown? clan go up against the uh the ant colony from chikara oh my god <laughs> it's like your worst nightmare that's like a fucking that's a fever dream that's a 
wait a minute, I've been drinking what? I thought this was absinthe. It was yeah. NyQuil? What <laughs> happened? And I just fucking robo-trip. <laughs> Admittedly, I will watch some Shakara because Shakara is so self-aware silly, yeah. of what they are and what they do. It's sort of like, um, what was the thing that Blaine Capatch did out in California? They did a, um, what's that What's that type of stripping the only fucking fat chicks do? Burlesque. What's that chick, what's that shit called? Burlesque, yes, they did. They did like lucha burlesque. All right, burlesque. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, let's be honest. Burlesque is like Latin for too fat to strip. And Not a sherry show bar. They buddy. would do. Oh, lucha vavoon. Yes. It was called yes, lucha correct. vavoon. It. it was a bur. It was a burlesque lucha show, and <clears throat> it was very very tongue in cheek, yeah. and it was it was silly, it was corny, yeah. and they got it. Chikara gets it. This this triple A shit. Really thinks it's the fucking sport of kids. Well, and I'm watching some dickhead that looks like he's going to steal my kid's bike in the main event versus an old man. <laughs> so I've, I've been following a little bit of the saga of AAA over the recent months, courtesy of the uh, Uncle Dave's Wrestling Observer newsletter. The uh, Thanks to Marty Dave for forwarding that to me every week. So AAA, um, they've, they've Vampiro... And Krista Joseph, good friend of the podcast here, have taken over creative for AAA. And they have brought some American stylings um, and, and, and booking practices to it. Um, the, some of the things uh, that has been getting um, – that have been raising issues in Mexico is the fact that they will promote matches and then change the matches – at the last minute, which pisses people off who buy tickets to the AAA shows in Guadalajara or whatever the fuck they are in Mexico. And, you know, expecting to see Psycho Clown versus Arhenis. And then they get, you know, Drago fisting Aerostar or something like that. I don't know. Just just, just ridiculous mm. stuff like Have that. They, they get sold on a bill of goods. And I know there's a card subject to change. Sure. But it sounds like there was a lot way too much yes. changing. So that was one of the big complaints happening with AAA. And then there was a, a big exodus of um, talent when Conan started Conan started up the Crash promotion in Mexico, which is a third big promotion besides AAA and CMLL. There's the Crash. So a bunch of the AAA people defected to Crash, and that's been a whole thing. And then there's been the, the, the controversy with Taya, which will lead into the Sexy Star thing. So Taya was the, the Reynas de Reynas champion, the Queen of Queens champion, and... Uh, Johnny Mundo, Taya's fiance, IRL, they're like legit engaged, um, not just on Lucha Underground. Um, they, Johnny went to Mexico to uh, film some promos, and he has like he has like three titles right now. He's like the triple triple ma- triple champion, uh, world, three ridiculous titles, names, whatever they are. But he has all three of them. Yeah, he defended. Uh, oh, he, he defended what, all three the of them. I think, he in one match. He defended the triple A mega, mega championship, the triple A Latin championship, and the world cruiserweight championship. Yeah, so he has all three of those titles. He went to Mexico to film some promos, and they asked him. Uh, to, hey, bring uh, Taya's uh, Reina Serena's championship. We want to take some photos of it. Um, she's like, he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So he goes, and then like, oh, uh, he goes to leave. He does the promos or whatever, and they're like, we're gonna hang on to the uh, Taya's belt just so we can do some more promo stuff with it. And then the next day on Twitter. Triple A comes out and says that Taya has been stripped of the title, and all this happened without Taya being in the know, and that that's where her whole stink against Triple A uh, came into play. And that whole really, beat, yeah, in Mexico of all, <laughs> well, it was places. Vampiro. This is Vampiro's doing, which 
This, yeah. Fuck, fuck going to Mexico for any reason. <laughs> fuck. I mean, for yeah. any reason. It is like a fucking 50-50. You're getting hung by oh, a fucking man. cartel dealer from a goddamn bridge. Or you're having sexy star dive at you from the tall grass and yanking your arm out of the fucking socket. And you got this shady yeah. shit. On top of stories that you and I have heard from a long time ago from people that have gone there and wrestled right. there. Namely a Steve Carino who had a man once squirt blood on a piece of cardboard, yes. rub it into the cardboard and go, no, you do not right. have AIDS. Like that's your fucking medical testing. Bonkers. Fuck. Remind that. me by the way to, uh, I still have that interview. We can post that on the Patreon. Cause that was from like two feeds ago from the podcast. It may not still be. Available. Yeah. That's a really, really yeah. good interview. And I think it still holds it's true a, with everything yeah. going on. And you hear stories of a uh, Colt Cabana yeah. and some of the other guys that travel there from time to the time. language barrier. And some of the guys calling, that feel awkwardly uh, interviewed. In stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just the 19-hour shit box bus right. rides where you're just sleeping in a fucking yeah. ditch and eating what you pray is not dog in the middle of the night. <laughs> Fuck that noise, yeah, man. Yeah, so all that stuff with Taya um, kind of leads into the sexy star stuff because the rumor was, uh, rumor and scuttlebutt, is that she got stripped of the title because Sexy Star wanted to return to the promotion. Sexy Star had retired to go uh, pursue a couple boxing matches, uh, not unlike Conor McGregor. But she did it maskless on yeah, TV yeah. in Mexico, which I found odd. But um, as like whatever something something Garcia is her name, she she fought under that name. But then she wanted to come back to the company, and that's when the whole shit with Taya went down. So that comes into this match where I don't know if if the four women were fighting for that title or if Sexy Star was the champion going in. I'm, I apologize, I don't know all that details. She, she was, was the going champion in. going in okay. against uh, Ayako Hamada, Hamada who has been in TNA right. before. Rosemary, famously of the uh -huh. decay, and Lady Shani, who I'm not familiar me, with. Me either. So, but Lady Shani, I think, is good friends with Taya. And um, the rumor coming, rumor and scuttlebutt coming out of uh, Triple Mania is that uh, she kind of kicked this whole thing off in that match by giving a couple really stiff shots to the head, uh, kicks to the head to Sexy Star. And then Sexy Star stopped pulling punches, and they started no-selling each other's maneuvers. And poor Rosemary, who, by all accounts, really didn't take part in anything. She was playing it right down the middle, doing her job, doing what she was supposed to be doing. She's the one who paid the price by having Sexy Star lock in a, an armbar, and I believe it was a, uh, a torn... It was an armbar. It was a straight up. It was right, a straight right. Up but what what happened to her? I forget what the final diagnosis um, of Rosemary's arm was. But she, I mean, she legit popped the elbow it out of yeah, place. right. It was the elbow or shoulder? I just said Rosemary's arm I, popped yeah. out of place. I'm not sure shoulder or arm. And she has subsequently said that there's no major right. injury, but there's some serious straining. So she'll be back sooner rather than later. But have you had a chance to actually see the maneuver yeah. in oh, question? Oh, she cinched that something. It's fucked. That is fucked up. I watched the whole match, too, and, and see, here's the issue with the horse shittery, the unbridled fuckery that is Lucha Libre. All goddamn night long, no one sells right. dick at all, so you don't fucking right. know. And, um, I mean, the El Messias match, there was some selling. Mundo, a little right. bit, but it was very Shawn Michaels, Ziggler-esque yeah. selling. Psycho Clown, Wagner Jr., you could have shot one of them in the fucking face with a crossbow, and they would have I heard ignored. that was bloody as hell, too, so, at the beginning. It was fucking yeah. violently bloody. Um, but during this match, I mean, you're, you're seeing people take major fucking strikes. Yeah. Chair shots and shit with the ladies four away. 
and ain't selling yeah. dick. Rosemary, it seems like a lot of the North American, excuse me, the, the not North American, United States wrestlers, not Mexican wrestlers, people from a United States promotion, your Mundos, your Rosemary's would sell a little yeah. bit more. But I mean, Sexy Star is getting fucking wailed on. And she's just taking a power, yeah. just rolling out, taking a quick walk, walking back in, flipping her hair around a little bit. Some other shit that other people, had they taken it, would be like rolling around and writhing in pain. Sexy Star has been, is, and forever will be a fucking <laughs> She's fucking overrated. She's fucking, a, she's, a, she's an anomaly and a fucking nerd in Lucha, in Lucha right. Underground. The fucking fact that she was in there with people. She pinned Mil like, Muertes uh, for the title, by the way. You pin Mil Muertes, who in real life should be able to pop your fucking head off, hollow it out, and drink coconut juice out of it. <laughs> I mean, I might, might give you a half a chance against the, the fucking low-rent version of La Parca with Pentagon Fat, who is getting chubby as tits, by the way. Someone needs to tell Pentagon to stop eating at the Blimpy next to Pentagon the Pentagon. Pentagon Mucho Buffeo. Yes, yes. El Pentagon fucking chocolate wonderfalo because he is looking thick as fuck. All right, he looks ridiculous now. She she was always a fucking cornball in, in Lucha Underground. She was kind of their Cena, but just corny as she, yeah, fuck. Yeah, she was never a great performer, and, but she was kind of... The idea of Sexy Star is kind of what got her over. And, you know, I don't give Matt Stryker a ton of credit, but his commentary really helped made Sexy Star uh, who she was. Oh, dude, he sold the yeah, story, man. Right. Big time. And she was the one who was abused as a child and has overcome it and doing everything that uh, that a man can do and better. Is that true? Did she? Is that a backstory or I, is I, that I, I for mean, real? who knows at this point? I, I, I think, but I'm not 100 on that. Because, I mean, they basically sell her as a beaten yeah. woman yeah. who overcame uh, abuse, whether it be domestic violence or childhood abuse. But I've never really heard any specifics and not saying that, you know, that kind of evens out the, the, the cocksuckery that she pulled on well, Rosemary. But that's so fucking weird. Either that's a weird backstory to just make up. It's true. Very Beaver Cleavage-ish. Yeah. If anybody oh, remembers yeah. Beaver Cleavage. Mush. And if it is true, it still tastes mm. bad that I'm you already have to kind of accept in Lucha Underground. You're going to see men and women yeah. fighting and you're like, all right, I'm going to God damn it. I, I usually suspend disbelief watching pro wrestling. I got to dig one more layer down. I have to dig one more way deeper layer to watch a woman who was in an abusive relationship now get beat on by a demon warrior. It's, yeah, it's another odd. It, it level is, but if that that's her gimmick that she overcame, right? And it, it empowers her now to fight on the same level as men. And in a in a in a lucha based, you know, television program, it's viable. I mean, it's not you know, it's not War and Peace. It's not the greatest story ever told or whatever. But hell, you know, it'll pass in a in a story where there's a you know undead teleporting ghost and a time traveling uh, spaceman and a fucking real dragon and shit. So you know, that's that's yeah. one of the more believable stories in the Lucha Underground. To be honest with you, Jesus Christ! It, any any word on that? Nope. By the way, for season four, because I'm seeing people just break off. I mean, you got major talents like. Johnny Mundo is now Johnny Impact. Yep. Taya is Taya yep. Valkyrie. They've both gone to GFW, so they're there well, now. There's a talent share thing um, happening with uh, with AAA slash Lucha and GFW, so that's that's not too much out of uh, uh, out out of the ordinary. But yeah, 
the realm of possibility that they might all work together. Right. So, you know, and which kind of led to some, I guess, maybe a little bit of talk that this whole thing could have been a work. But especially mostly the tie has stripped of the title stuff that that could have been worked into an angle. But everybody's saying that it, it's 100 percent shoot. And this sexy star stuff going into business for her own, man, if that's if that's a work, then that's a that's a fucked up work. It's a fucked up work. I mean, the statement that Rosemary wrote about trusting yep. your body to someone else, you truly, like in the, in the little limited amounts of time that I've had to step inside of the ring and basically place myself in the hands of professionals, I just have to know that these guys are going to be able to drop me right. properly, put me where I need to be, be exactly whatever position I have to be in and know that I'm not going to walk out of there with a broken fucking arm or get wheeled out of there because I have a broken back. I, it really is pro wrestling at its core is a dance of trust. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that trust goes awry unintentionally. Steve Austin, Owen Hart, D'Lo yeah. Brown draws. Yeah. But then you have shit like this where someone goes in the business for themselves. Who's the fucking heart? Teddy Hart. Who's the one heart guy? Teddy Hart, who goes and climbs the top of a fucking cage and like Ring of Honor or CZW and just starts doing yeah. moonsaults onto the floor on top yeah. of people, going into business for right. themselves, possibly yeah. hurting people. It's why he's so goddamn reviled in yeah, the industry. That's what this is here. And it sounds like major independent stars, everyone from your Cody Rhodes to your Sammy Callahans are all like blackballing her now. Uh, uh, she's already been canceled from, uh, it was like WrestleCade weekend, I think this weekend. And they, they canceled her appearance because of it. Sammy Callahan had a really nicely worded, um, statement about it. Cause he runs a promotion out of Chicago. Um, I forget the name of it. Whatever, it's not going to come to me, so I'm not even going to waste my time trying to think about it. But he had a really good statement about it. Joey Ryan, like all all these people who work with her, who you know, even in Lucha Underground, are coming out um, against her because it's pretty much universally uh, accepted that what she did is is just shitty. <clears throat> Have you read her statement, Sexy Stars? She's come out and commented uh, on it. I tried to. <laughs> I tried, and I tell you what, it doesn't fucking help anything. Yeah, no, I got it. Uh, I'll preface I, it. I'll, I, excuse I, me, I'll, I'll, I'll abbreviate it, it here. Um, oh, okay. Long story short, she says, uh, these days have been difficult for me. I'm confused. I'll touch on the topic. People and try people have been trying to retire me from the sport. Right. I'm not going to stop representing women that have been mistreated and abused physically and psychologically. At one time, I went through depression, and now I managed to get out of that predicament, and I'll get out of this one as well. Uh, I felt like I needed to do what needed to be done. That's what happened. I made her surrender, and it seems that she's injured. I just don't know. That's all I can say. So she's like owning that she did it, and she needed to do what needed to be done, but she's kind of going back into this, I was abused and mistreated right. thing. Right. You, you, you can't <clears throat> go to that well when you intentionally uh, hurt somebody. You know, you can't claim that that was self-defense. Oh, it was, it was PTSD from when, you know, my ex-husband put me in an arm bar. No, nobody's fucking buying that shit. Dude. Yeah, like, I gotta know, like, what, what's the legitimacy behind that? I, I mean, truly, if it did happen to her at some point in her life, that's horrible. But that doesn't give you carte blanche to start popping fucking right. arms out of sockets and shit like that. Right. And it doubly is garbage if it's not true and it's fucking kayfabe and that's just some backstory you invented. 
I, yeah. I don't know. It's wrestling. All I do know is that you legit fucked up Rosemary. Yeah. And, but Rosemary right now, one of the more beloved women in women's wrestling right now. Yeah. Speaking and of which, you watch any Mae Young? I, I watched the first episode. <coughs> um, I, huh, Lita was a weird choice for color commentator. She's not super great at it. And that's not to say that I could do it better. Uh, I can almost assuredly say I cannot. Yeah. But when she's when you put her next to Jim Ross, <laughs> one of the best ever to do it, uh, man, the uh, the discrepancy in their talents is is very noticeable. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- that aside, the first four matches um, that I saw in that first episode, I liked uh, the Ivan Drago uh, German woman. I thought she was uh, great. Jazzy Gabbert. Jazzy Gabbert. She lost to Abby Lath, who I really like. Uh, I think she has a a bright future ahead of her. Abby Lath does. Um, we saw Serena come back in that first one from the Dude, straight edge. I society. did not even realize that that was her until they started getting into it. Yeah, Serena Deeb from Straight Edge Society now with a Looks fresh so head different. of hair. Yeah. That was pretty great. Um, yeah. What was the other match? I, I tell you, I've seen Shayna Baszler before. Yeah. Um, she's one of the four horsewomen. Right? She's That's one of the, the four horsewomen. Yeah, she scared the shit out of me. Yeah. She's like, that woman is for real fucking yeah. frightening. It's funny, too, because I was actually texting uh, Jessica Carr, you know, yeah. formerly uh, uh, of Jessie MCW. Kennedy Jessie Brink. K, exactly. And I was, uh, yeah. I was texting her like, man, you did a great job in there. That was awesome. How fucking scary is Shayna <laughs> Baszler in real life? She's like, that woman is no goddamn joke. She's yeah. so scary. And she will legit fuck you up in a moment's notice. I, I can only imagine. I gotta wonder how that is for her opponents. Like you're, you know, you're, you've wrestled in the indies for a couple of years, and you you know your way around the ring well enough to get you into a WWE ring for this, you know, prestigious first of its kind tournament, and they put you in there with a legit fucking murder machine. Uh, I'd be I'd be shitting my pants for sure. Yeah, a fifteen and eleven mixed martial artist who was just subbing people and basically she could sub anybody she felt like she did leave mma on a four fight losing streak but she fought some fucking great talents in beth correa amanda nunez yeah she she fought the the best of the best and she was tapping out motherfuckers on the regular i mean she went almost three rounds with chris cyborg which is nothing to 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 shake a stick at she's a legit badass so uh i'm gonna continue to watch this yeah i want to try to spend some time with it this weekend i enjoyed the uh princess uh shuhei or whatever her name she had a she had a, a thick thick bottom end to her oh yeah that's that fat mexican the, chick <laughs> the she's, a, she's the that she's that big mexican bitch what was she her name she wasn't, uh, that, she wasn't that big it was princessa shuhei yeah i mean she was uh i mean she won princess salad i'll tell you that she wasn't uh she wasn't. She wasn't the Duchess of Kale. She had herself a. She had a thick shitter on her. Yeah, she had she that did. weird mariposa-looking butterfly face mask on. Yeah, and and the way her her outfit came up, it, it left a lot of cheek out, which uh, exposed cheek. Bunch of cheek. I'm a fan Bunch of exposed cheek. cheek. Uh, who so, else uh, was a, 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 a person of note in there? Uh, what's her name? Venom. Uh, something Venom. What's her name? Damn it. Uh, obviously, I know uh, Marty Bell. I know. Um, oh, Piper Niven. Piper oh, she's, Niven. Yeah. She is a fucking bruiser, man. 
Yeah. Piper Niven, apparently. That is my style. Is, this, this woman is yeah. going mall motherfuckers. Ooh, yeah. I was no, I, in to, I watched a couple of matches of Piper Niven. and I, I immediately gave her a follow. Oh, yeah. And uh, where was the other? Who is the Asian pirate? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember is, her name. Was it something like G or something oh, like that? Dude, is that it? Uh, I can't remember because another name jumped out at me. Uh, where the fuck is it at? Where are you at? Ooh, uh, is it is it Zeta? Zeta, who's not from, not too terribly far away from here. I think she's from Virginia. Okay. Uh, Zeta. Is that the one that lost to, oh wait, who? I think she lost to Basler. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she lost to her. Um, you need to look her up on Instagram and on Twitter. She has got the thickest, thickest Chinese ass. Uh, I'm looking at her name again. Her name is Zeta. Z E D A. Zeta. And she is on Twitter at Zeta underscore W W E. Yes. Yes. And man, she is brick shithouse thick. She gained a fan that night. She gained a fan. She is. Yeah. Well, she's not like Jordan Grace thick, but dang. No, no. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely chainsaw through fucking Jordan to get to this one. <laughs> That's gonna have to be a big long chance, of, dude. You need to go to her fucking Instagram page, man. It is Zeta WWE. There is a shot of her standing in between two train tracks. Uh-huh. Hand me a bib and a to-go bag because I'm not going to be able to eat all that in one sitting. That is delightful. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so, man, I'm really glad we're uh, get, you know being really prestigious about this uh, women's tournament. By just, Don't give you know. a shit. Don't give <laughs> half a fuck. Um, I mean, at this point, you and I are really pretty much at the end of our rope. I wish we could have... I wish more people knew the history of you, me, Steve, and Uncle Vince. Oh, man. Because, boy, that was a fucking sobering realization earlier this week. (sighs) Yeah, the the memories memories on on the social media when they show up yearly are... Gotta kick uh, that ass a little bit. They suck. Yeah, like, hey, hey, hey Facebook, quit reminding me how great shit used to be. <laughs> I don't need to know that anymore. Yeah. Like, stop it. Like, hey, one year ago today, you were fucking really happy. Like, fuck you, uh, Facebook. Yeah, um, that's that's not great. Who's the other one? Is it Dakota Kai? Who is the fucking Asian pirate who looks like something straight out of a goddamn hentai video that I right-clicked and saved as? <laughs> Hold on, I just followed a bunch of uh follow them all. <clears throat> follow them all. Is is it Zia Lee? Is that the one? Nobody does it like Zia Lee. This one? Here. No, that's not her. She um, kind of has a Oh, uh, what am I saying? She was one of the Black Lotus tribe. Karai Hojo. No, that's Carrie's that's that's uh Carrie uh Sane. Carrie Sane, that's her. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, that's what you're thinking of. That's what I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Carrie Singh. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. All that's right. the chick yes. that's playing. She's she the was one that's black, doing yes. the weird, Correct. like fucking Paul Burchill kind of gimmick. The the whole uh, bootstraps, bootstrap Bill looking looking shit, where yeah, she's, she's just like a legit pirate. 
Yeah, she's a favorite to uh, to win the whole thing. I think. dude, her top rope elbow is, is a thing of beauty. It might be one of the best in pro wrestling history. history. Yeah, it, I agree. She, man, it maybe it has something to do with her being petite. Maybe it has something to do with the way she tucks the armpit over the torso and makes it look like she hits. But yeah. I watched the match between her and Pentagon. Then I watched the match with her in um, the Mae Young Classic. She will fucking launch herself 10 feet into yeah. the goddamn air and bring that elbow down first onto you before the rest of her body hits. It's a work of art. It's yeah. beautiful. It's almost like she could make her body move faster than physics should allow. Uh, it's, 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 it's really, it is a thing to behold. And I think she just, her facial expressions add a lot to it. Cause you know, a lot of people with the elbow drop are just focusing, you know, they have that focused look on their face. Like, oh, I had to hit it in the right spot. She's just like, I'm going to fucking murder you with this elbow. Yeah. You I'm going to try and puncture a hole in your chest yes. with this goddamn strike. She's doing everything she can to mortally. Whoa. Just found a picture of her on the internet next to a borderline nude Oscar. Holy shit. Yeah, this might be a 30-minute long podcast because I've got a goddamn... I, I've got a paper towel to defile. <laughs> Look at that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we were talking about uh, AAA and Lucha. Uh, have you been watching any Lucha recently? I don't I don't get it anymore. Okay. Uh, well, I gave you my iTunes password. You can download them on iTunes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cueto Cup... Is in the books. The finals was Prince Puma and Pentagon. Shocker. Um, and then that match happened uh, the same night as Johnny Mundo versus Rey Mysterio for the title. Uh, it was a really good episode. Um, you should try to find it and, and check it out. Um, and then it's going to lead to Prince Puma fighting Johnny Mundo, spoiler alert, for the Lucha Underground Championship at Ultima Lucha Trace. Um, Did Vampiro get involved in the finals of the cup, even that they're two of his <laughs> former underlings? He didn't, which, he, I mean, he was doing his weird, quiet thing on commentary when I, I don't want to talk right him. now, Mr. Striker. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, it's not that. He's, he's not that cheech. Leave he's me that alone, essay. <laughs> leave me be. Uh, he did go into the ring and and you know hold up uh, Puma's hand after he won and stuff like you. that. The the fun the the title match the Mundo Mysterio match was was good. I mean, Rey Mysterio. I we said this after the last Ultima Lucha. He's he's still got it, man. He's still looking pretty good in the ring, uh, crisp and quick. I guess you know taking a couple years to to rest his body has really done him wonders. And I was just reading he was uh, in the finals or semifinals of that What Culture Pro um, sixty four man tournament against uh, Osprey, and you know uh, he even. You know, everybody was saying how Rey Mysterio is at the top of his game right now, which is great. But uh, the Mysterio Mundo match was good. They, they there were no, um, the whole locker room was banned from ringside, including the Worldwide Underground. Damn. So nobody was allowed to get involved. So of course, it being you know, uh, Lucha Underground, somebody had to get involved, and it was Dominic, Dominic Mysterio, who got hit by the ti- from the title. Mundo hit him with the title a couple weeks prior. And he's like, I think he's training to actually uh, wrestle now. But he came in and did a double leg on Johnny. Um, and then Dario even got involved in the match, too. Dario Cueto ate a 619. 
Did he? Did Dario take a bump? Okay, it's very rare you see that. Yeah, and and he doesn't usually. I don't think he's ever really get involved, gotten involved in a non Matanza match. So I definitely recommend checking that out. It it was it was some good stuff. Um, And I think I don't even know how many episodes are left, but they got to be. 10 or under until Ultima Lucha because it seems like the build is happening. There was this huge Pier 6 brawl a couple episodes ago um, after uh, Mundo Morrison, the week before their match, they had like a, you know, uh, a talk shit segment, which is exactly what Dario said. He's like, I want these two guys to come out because I love it when my luchadores talk shit to each other. Those yes. were his exact words. And it was glorious. But then, like, you know, um, the Worldwide Underground came out and jumped Ray, and then Sexy Star and Willie Mack and Dragon Azteca came out to even the score, and then Joey Ryan, like, th- the entire locker room was fighting all around the temple, and the highlight of the whole damn thing was Paul London and the trippy-ass rabbit tribe, they were sitting uh, on top of Dario's office looking down at all the action, and they were calling the action like they were commentators, but they were talking into carrots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was fucking hysterical. Oh my god. That sound that's that sounds very, very lucha. Oh yeah, it was great. I loved it. That's amazing that they're just I love that his gimmick is that he is on psychosomatic drugs. He's definitely taking acid prior to wrestling. It's good stuff. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with Lucha Underground. We haven't really talked about what's been, what's been going on recently, so I want to hit on that. I have got to close out this window of Zeta WWE <laughs> because <laughs> I am just looking at picture after picture. I might have to buy a new monitor. She, she's just a thousand <laughs> pictures of her ass. That's all this is. Jesus Christ, closing that out. Oh, dude. Um, yeah? I will I'll get it to you. Okay. However, I can, but uh, I got the first three episodes sent to me on DVD. Okay. Of, of Marvel's Inhumans. Oh, I look. I'm a I'm a Marvel Mark. This looks like shit. You don't know. I, I watched idea. it on the computer at work today because I had a yeah. 45 minute gap while I was waiting to interview. Honeydew Wilkins. So this is the non-IMAX version that was shown in the theaters. This was the cut made for TV, and they cut some storyline. It's some of the worst television ever created. Now, is it is it the low rent visual style? Is it the writing? Is it the acting? Is it the story? Is it all the above? Yes. (laughs) It's all that shit. Lockjaw looks great. So no, he doesn't. No, no, he looks he looks great for a second in the trailer, and then let him move around a little bit inside of a scene. You're oh. like, oh, they did this on a Dreamcast. Uh. This is <laughs> this is the absolute uh. shits. And yeah. I, I guess the one guy was from uh, uh, Game of Thrones, the evil brother, right? Ramsey Bolton, who yeah, can't was... pick. Ramsey can't pick an accent. It changes oh, really? every scene. Um, Black Bolt just Can't, looks... Doesn't talk. He doesn't speak, and he just looks like a stepdad that's about to beat the shit out of you at all times, but he's also slow and can be easily tricked, but he's the king. Okay, and, yeah, aside and from then, the slow and being easily tricked thing, that is kind of Black Bolt. He, Black Bolt, he always does look like a disappointed uncle, because that's kind of his He sucks. He is, it's cool when he just scowls and doesn't talk for an hour. And you're like, well, that's because his voice would destroy everything in sight. It's horrible. 
That does not make for a good character. I, I, I agree with you. That does not make for a good TV shit. show character. This you can show, see why it's not a movie, why they demoted it to TV show. Um, was this originally going to be a movie? It was. It was going to be a phase three movie, um, but they demoted it. They took it off the calendar. I think I think Spider-Man took its place. Um, gotcha. Okay. And then they, they developed it into a TV show. And, you know, you know, their TV properties have been hit or miss. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has had its up and down. You know, it started out slow, gained a little steam, dipped down a little bit, got good again um, with Hive and, 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 and stuff like that. And the Ghost Rider season was actually pretty good on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and then you have, you know, Jessica Jones and, uh, and Luke Cage and, and Daredevil, Iron Fist sucked. Defenders was decent. Uh, did you watch the Defenders at all? I made it through four episodes and checked out. Really? Just, I can't do it. Really? Okay. Well, it's not for everybody. I can't. I, I tried. I, I love Luke Cage. He's so yeah. good. And Jessica Jones is great. It's just whenever fucking Danny Rand is on screen, I just want to fast forward. I know. He's and awful. the hand is not exciting as a villain. Um, God loves Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, but she's fucking super underused. Let me yeah. guess. She probably fucking dies. Madam Child's nowhere to be fucking seen. I mean, Marvel can. She actually gets a fight scene. She Madame can't Gal get gets their head scene. out of their ass when it comes to villains. <laughs> they are the fucking worst villains in cinematic history. Their villains are trash. They know, all die, aside from Loki. Loki, of all people to fucking survive, movie after movie yeah. after movie, it's it's the guy that does Shakespeare summer stock in the park. It's that guy, <laughs> not the fucking murder Terminator voiced by the villain from less than zero right. or not the red skull <laughs> Nazi biological war terrorist. And yeah. Thanos will fucking die in one goddamn movie. It's yeah, gotta be the be guy that whimsically one. skips through the scene with a fucking green Cape and a goddamn scepter. That's the guy that's making it Kilgrave or whatever his name is. Kilgore. Uh, I liked Kilgrave. David Tennant's Kilgrave? Jessica Jones, you didn't like him? No, I'm saying the, for the guy that's coming oh, up oh, in Black oh, Panther. Oh, oh. What's his name? Killmonger? Um, yeah, there's there's uh, Ulysses Claw and Killmonger, I think. Are Killmonger. Killmonger yeah. will not make it. He just won't. He's not going to make it. Eh, probably not. Uh, Crossbones, fucking awesome. Fucking blew his ass yeah. up. Yeah, that was uh, a shame. I, you have, like, great villains, and then you off them. Like I kind of need. I was kind of hoping, like with 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 um, with what you're getting. I I enjoyed Vulture. We've been through this. Vulture was cool. Yeah. But what I'm hoping is that you're going to get like Avengers: Infinity War, and then for the second part of that, or whether they're going to call it, I know they they were going to do part one, part two, that you'd get kind of like a a fucking villain team up, and not just Thanos calling in his in his in laws and his children, like, hey, you know, leave the space trailer and come help me fight these assholes. I was hoping there'd be like a bunch of people that have been put upon and held down. And now, then, he has his Black Order. He has his like, you know, upper, you know, mini bosses uh, before you get to his big boss. But, but have we seen yeah. any of them in any of the no, other films yet. yet? Yeah. See, yeah. I wanted some I wanted some vengeance. Have yeah. a have a have a fucking uh, an abomination show up out of nowhere. I would enjoy that. I would love that. Give me a give me a throwback. I'm like, oh, this fucking guy showed up. Right. He's super pissed, super yeah. angry. Speaking of angry, man, Cena reigns raw yeah. promo of Cena's life. Man, that was some uh, that was some great shit. Work, shoot, whatever. It was good TV, um, and you know, Cena 
for all of his faults, and Brad will be very quick to point out all of his faults. Brad will dude, be wrong. Dude can hold his own both in the ring and better than almost anybody on the mic. I would like to know Currently. who could overtake him when it comes to quick-wittedness. I'm thinking maybe Owens maybe could Miz. stand. The Miz and Owens could stand yeah. with him. Right. I can't think of anybody that's a guaranteed overtake. Not Ambrose, not Rollins, not definitely Ziggler. not fucking Reigns, not yeah. Enzo, not nope. the Mc, no one in the McMahons, not, not Triple AJ. H, not AJ, not Jericho. Cena is banging on all cylinders right now. Fucking he amazing. Is. That the line he said that I had to come back because you couldn't hold it down. Whoo. Damn. When shots he, fired. Roman locked yeah. up and looked like yeah. he was forgetting a line. He was, okay, come on, spit it out. This is yeah. part of what you have to do to give a promo. I'm like, oh my. he might he might hit him for real. Yeah. Like he might like legitimately beat his ass. That that little portion right there really called back to the uh Cena and Rock promos when they really yes. didn't like each other too much and Cena called Rock out for having promos written on his hand and old Dwayne did not take kindly to that. No, he shit did got, not, man. Shit got real. Shit got real, real. <laughs> and it's come out that that promo is, you know, intensely scripted. They went oh, yeah. over everything, but really in the moment the lines. when there's a stumble and there's a hiccup, right. Cena does not wobble. Reigns nope. deer in the headlights. And, has and, to. and experience has a lot to do with that. But, you know, I would put John Cena's promo skill at how many years has Reigns been on the main roster? Three? Maybe? Yeah, just about. Four. Maybe if not more. Yeah. Actually, probably like four or five. Yeah. Well, you have to count the Shield stuff. But he didn't really talk too much. But I'd put Cena at the same point in his career. Where Reigns is now, where Cena was, was already leaps and bounds above. Yeah, I mean, Cena with the hip-hop shit and the ability yeah. to rhyme and come out there. I mean, Cena's gimmick was being rather verbose and whimsical yeah. on the mic with the hip-hop shit. Yeah. And he can absolutely hold his own in all of his matches. That was great. I'm surprised that they're giving it to this this early. I was thinking that this was going to be more of a WrestleMania program. I yeah. guess maybe they're going to stretch it out and do... This program throughout the um, throughout the next six months into Mania, or, or or those plans change that I read that they're thinking a new main event. Well, the last I heard is that Cena um, was put brought over to put over Reigns um, to help build Reigns back up after his pay per view loss streak, and Cena is going away again to film the Bumblebee movie. Um, which we discussed a couple weeks ago in the Patreon exclusive episode. We cast it. Um, but yeah, he's going to go shoot that soon. So I think No Mercy will be will be it for Cena for a little bit while he goes and films um, the Transformers spinoff because, you know, it, like what happened with, uh, with The Rock when he got injured and had they had to stop production on a movie because he was wrestling and nobody's going to ensure a wrestler to do both at the same time anymore. Yeah. So you got to do one or the other. And it looks like No Mercy will be it for Cena for a couple months. This is going to be bananas, too. If they if this goes down <clears throat> and they somehow put Brock and Reigns in there for WrestleMania's 34 main event, which mm -hmm. is a rumor, that will have been 
four WrestleMania headliners in a row for Roman, for Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. That is, that shit's starting to get absurd. This early in a career? Absolutely. I mean, performing at WrestleMania is amazing. Headlining WrestleMania is amazing. Back to back in that shit, that's pretty legendary. Four fucking WrestleManias in a row. Yeah. There is something to be said for the okay, come on, chill out. Don't with the whole they're throwing they're they're forcing him down our throats type of shit. Right. Four in, you're plunging him down our throats. Yeah. Unless yeah. something fucking shakes loose and gets wild and he goes full blown heel or whatever. He did some interview recently where he's like, I'm definitely not a good guy. I'm Definitely a gray area, something. Right. Four headlining WrestleMania appearances in a row is kind of bonkers. It is. It is, especially for somebody who gets the reaction he does. I mean, you. Th- I don't even. I don't know the record for the most amount of WrestleMania is headlined in a row. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Bret Hart are probably at the top of that list, and you know. To put Roman Reigns at this point in his career in a league with those guys is 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 really something. I mean, but then you look at it, the flip side of it is Roman Reigns hasn't won a pay-per-view match since he beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. So okay. he's not always, it's not LOL Roman wins, but it's LOL Roman's here. And here he is, and oh, he's here too. Okay, great. Oh, you want some more Roman? Sure, yeah, here's some more Roman. You know, it, it's 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 not so much the the winning percentage that's the problem; it's the oversaturation. So it turns out uh, the most of all time, not surprising, Hulk Hogan. Oh, okay, uh, of course. With he main evented seven, seven WrestleManias, yeah. and <laughs> beneath that, shockingly, um, not all in a row. Triple H with oh, seven yeah. WrestleManias. And then Cena and then Michaels, five and five. But to have four, that's, man, that's crazy. Yeah, to the the level of what WrestleMania is now. I mean, WrestleMania was big when it started. Obviously, WrestleMania 3 had one of the biggest crowds, allegedly, of all time. But um, to what WrestleMania has become now and the level of press it gets and, and the spectacle that it is, you know, he's... Roman Reigns is the top guy for this this next generation at WrestleMania. It's it's just it's just a weird pill to swallow. Is Shayna Baszler uh, straight or not straight? I don't know the answer to that. I am doing research, <laughs> and I can't tell whether or not to continue masturbating to her or to write an email apology that I have masturbated to her. Addressed to whom? Shayna. Or to Ronda Rousey, can you please pass this on to (laughs) Shayna? Well, Ronda just got married this past week to her boyfriend in Hawaii. Yeah, I I blocked her on Twitter. You did? Yeah. Is she annoying? No, no, I just, uh, I I, I didn't feel right beating off to a married woman. Speaking of MMA, what you th- did you watch uh, McGregor and uh, yeah. and Mayweather? I did. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun match. Thought it was a fun spirited match. Um, I thought he didn't embarrass himself. I he thought didn't. McGregor did what McGregor was going to do, which was come out hot. Mayweather mm-hmm. was going to do what he did, which is hold Let his him? horses, yeah. keep his hands up, uh-huh. defend himself, and then after his opponent's arms got tired, start to tee off a little bit. 
Very entertaining card. Very entertaining card. I didn't see any other match. I saw that. Um, I saw that match, and I, I think this may have been the most cumulative time I've ever watched boxing in my life. Was just this this match that went what to nine rounds? Is that what they ten made it rounds? To? Ten. Ten. Rounds. They made it to ten. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that was the most boxing I've ever watched, and my my brain is so programmed to pro wrestling that I, I, in my brain, I know that this, it's a different thing, but I just have, a, I had a hard time uh, connecting the dots. Because I, it's either you know, been MMA or right. a lot of pro wrestling. And this was a third distant third combat entertainment spectacle. Right. Or I'd be watching like Mike Tyson knock somebody out in three seconds. Yes, exactly. You know, that'd be like over really quickly. Or, or in my yeah. case, growing up in Waldorf, it would be my mom and my stepdad fighting over the last Slim Jim in the front yard. <laughs> and I knew this wasn't going to be, uh, you know, uh, a trading punch sort of affair. Um, but that, you know, that's that would have made it a lot more entertaining for sure. But strategically, uh, Mayweather definitely made the right choice and the results proved it. Um, but, yeah, it was it was fine. You know, Connor had a, a tough time at a couple points deprogramming the MMA from him. Uh, it seemed like the way he was, you know, doing some like little uh, hammer fists, those little rabbit punches fists. in the yeah. back of the head. Yeah. And, and, and like grappling on a little bit. The yeah. ref got right in the shit on it. Um but I, I, you know, I, I can't believe the guy's been doing MMA. I love that fucking Danny Glover old bastard, too. Like, I don't feel like wrestling, and I don't feel like grappling. Listen, <laughs> we're going to get into this shit. And what's going to happen? It's like the fucking Mac was the referee. Listen, <laughs> I ain't going to be down there doing none of this jujitsu on that ass. All right? You're going <laughs> to punch. You're going to stand up. I got two more days so I can call it a day, Riggs. Now you call it. Now you, I'm done with this bullshit. Don't be throwing no leg kicks. We doing that shit. Sick of that shit. Bullshit ass motherfucker. You got this is some fucking bullshit. You start throwing arm bars on a motherfucker, you're gonna have to deal with Rodney. Now Rodney's my son. You know him as the Mac. Rodney, get over here. Rodney, get the fuck in here and get get in this McGregor boy's ass, your stupid fucking stenciled on looking Crayola colored pencil looking motherfucking chest tattoo. Did you let your newborn son design that? Bitch ass motherfucker. High fives Mayweather. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said that shit. Fuck you. You going down in the tenth. I'm calling it. All right. Touch gloves. Have a clean fight. It's it and that was the other thing that got me. The call. Like, I don't know when a boxing referee, <clears throat> you know, is supposed to make a call like that. It looked like he was still defending himself. Yeah, he was gassed as a motherfucker. Yeah, he was. But it done. looked like he was still, you know, at least trying. He could have maybe taken one or two more punches, but at that point, yeah, he was toast. He was. He I mean, was yeah, I knew there yeah. wasn't any way he was going to get a you know a tenth round knockout on Mayweather. I knew that wasn't going to happen. But it, oh I, well, I, kinda, I don't know. If you would have asked a couple of the the, the fucking drunk mix that I was hanging out with downtown at <laughs> Power Plant Live, they'd have told oh, you otherwise after they threw their pint glasses at the wall. Why, why were you at Power Plant? You get paid. Oh, fuck yeah, I was. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Daddy right. was catching a check that night. Okay. It was right. a real fun divide in the crowd. Very Cena-like with, <laughs> let's go Cena. Cena fucks. I was like, hey, who here thinks McGregor's going to win? Yeah. Who here thinks Mayweather's going to win? Yeah, motherfucker. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's a bit of a split here tonight. So Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah, so I, was, was, I, mean, I was sure to have one foot out the door right when I saw things getting wobbly. Oh, and I sprinted oh, to sure. my whip. 
Yeah, absolutely. I the real winner uh, were were both of them really. I mean, Mayweather's probably going to walk out with three hundred million from that affair. Uh, McGregor at least one hundred million is what the uh, what I've been reading. So damn, dude. I think the real winner was racial harmony. I think that's what really helped in this uh, at this, in this these tough uh, tough times right in now. In these tumultuous times, when we need something to bring us together. I think it's a uh, very wealthy white guy fighting a very wealthy black guy for a bunch of poor people to pay $100 for to cheer, uh, eat chicken wings poorly, and then getting fights in uh, parking garages at Power Plant Live. Really brought us together that night. How many fights did you see in the parking garage? About 14 where I was at, (laughs) watching people's heads get bounced off of fucking walls and hearing stories from the poor little promotions twink that I left behind. Hey, good luck. Don't have anything stolen. Check in with me when you make it home safely. Never yeah. heard from them. <laughs> did he or did he uh, survive? No, he's disappeared. We've never okay. heard from him again. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Roughhouse Rough House, uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.